Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Help Desk. My name is Peter Wells. And I'm Tess Bennett. And today we're interrupting your election day doom scrolling with all good news stories. Yes, thank you. Thank you for this idea. Um, I have just been, I've been overindulging in Twitter today and I really need to, to stop, but I know I won't. Well, could I suggest watching a YouTube clip of Lego's Builder's Journey game? I watched it just before we uh, logged on and it was very soothing. I've never actually seen this. I know it's part of Apple Arcade, which I don't pay for. So I guess I'm going to have to throw some bucks down because it does sound lovely. Well, let's get into our first story, which is about Lego. And so Lego Group has created the Lightbrick Studio, an in-house game development studio, which went on to develop the popular and critically acclaimed game Builder's Journey, available now in Apple Arcade. So the news today is that Lego Ventures is spinning out Lightbrick Studio to form an independent company. And VentureBeat reports the new startup will further explore the future of digital play. And, you know, I'm okay with that. Lego have been doing some really interesting stuff in this space over the last couple of years. Their partnership with Nintendo was really cool. I couldn't afford it, but uh, some of the Mario-inspired sets were were just amazing and i and i love that lego i I love the idea that maybe lego could uh bring in the the real world stuff with a bit of digital stuff as well because right now there seems to be a divide between the stuff that you can play on the computer and the actual uh building blocks themselves if if they can do something like have you ever played with osmo the the uh ipad games where it uses kind of like light and and bricks to to create things on the screen no, but it sounds fun. Uh, it's so cool. It, it, it's it's one of my favorite little, little toys and accessories for the iPad. But uh, yeah, I'd love to see them doing something like that, something with augmented reality. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff that they could do. Awesome. And, you know, the big benefit of a virtual uh, Lego is you're not going to step on it. Mm, yeah, <laughs> which I did this morning, actually, because my kids are obsessed. Uh, moving on, Apple have sent out the invites to one more thing, the final virtual event that they're going to be doing this season. Uh, We're expected to see the ARM Max. We talked about that last week. So the ARM processors inside Macs. ARM processors power your iPods and your iPhones right now, but right now Intel are still the chip maker inside Apple computers. This is expected to change, although we don't know exactly which models are going to get the, the latest chips. I've speculated that it might either be the Air or the Mini, but it looks like the rumors are pointing towards uh, new versions of the MacBook Pro, which would be interesting because that would really sell the the chips as powerful rather than just efficient. So, yeah, really interesting. There, there are some other rumors, but I don't know. There, that seems to be where I, I, I can't imagine them trying to fit anything else into an event that is launching the, the ARM Max. What do you think, Tess? It has been a busy time for the uh, Apple's events team and also the people who enjoy guessing from the invitations what those events will be about. It's been a, what is this, our third event of the last few months? 
Yeah, third in in just over six weeks, I think. Yeah, and actually it reminds me, I think I asked you for a MacBook recommendation a year or so ago and you specifically called out uh, or everyone is waiting until we get these new processing chips in. Yeah, well, I mean, I I stand by that. I I think that these do come to the laptops, which I hope at least one of the laptop lines will get it. I mean, maybe they'll update the entire fleet but I doubt that. Either way, um, <laughs> if it does come to, if the ARM chips do come to the laptops, then you're looking at much more performance and much better battery life, which is what everyone wants in a laptop, I guess. Mm-hmm. And poss- do you think there's much of a possibility of the AirTags, which I hate the name of, or mm. uh, AirPods Studio? Any potential around that? Uh, I think AirPods Studio are probably, uh, I'd put them at a, at a 50-50 just because people seem to be buying those giant headphones uh, as we're all working from home these days. That, 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 that has become a really successful market. So I can see Apple trying to jump in there before Christmas. AirTags, I'm still sceptical about whether AirTags will actually be a product or whether it will just be kind of a technology built into other products so that you don't lose them. And if that's the case, I would love AirTags built into AirPods Pro cases, for instance, so that I could find them in the morning. Mm-hmm. And staying with Apple, sort of, uh, Spotify has begun beta testing streaming on Apple Watch, according to 9to5Mac. Multiple users have shared that they're seeing the feature show up on their wearables after the feature was beta tested in September. So until now, you could stream Apple Music as well as a few fitness and podcasting apps uh, on your watch, but not Spotify. Apple has provided a third-party streaming API for over a year now, uh, so the limitation wasn't a technical one and seemed maybe to have more to do with Apple and Spotify's ongoing beef. Mm, Yeah, I think so, yeah, because Spotify has allowed playback on Fitbit and Samsung watches, which are the next two competitors to the Apple Watch. But yeah, us Apple Watch users have not been able to stream Spotify. So I'm looking forward to this. I think Spotify is my service of choice and Apple Watch is my watch of choice. So it's it's nice to see peace in our time. Mm, again, just good news all day today. <laughs> That's what we're going for. Nothing to fear, people. Everything is fine. <clears throat> and the final story is the adorable Raspberry Pi 400, which was announced yesterday. This is a a fully featured computer inside what looks like a Bluetooth uh, keyboard. It's it's just adorable. I love it. I love the idea of this. I've already got a Raspberry Pi, my uh, tech closet that I haven't used in about six months. And even then, I still am really, really tempted to buy this for my kids because it just looks like such a fun looking bit of hardware. It's adorable. It's wide. It's got like red banners around it and you can get it at for 70 bucks just for the keyboard itself with the computer built inside or for 100 bucks you'll get and these are us dollars by the way uh, or freedom bucks i guess uh you, you you'll get the full kit of explaining how to set up the raspberry pi and the and the mouse and and micro usb cable and all that kind of stuff so yeah i think it's adorable i think this could be a great stocking stuffer for the nerd in your life Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was pink, not red, but uh agree it is a very cute looking keyboard and looks like a really I you know have never built a PC. Uh but it looks like a nice accessible way in and a great activity to do with kids learning how to build a computer. 
Mm, yeah, yeah. I, I did. I, I built the Raspberry Pi with my five-year-old, and she was very confused about all the steps that we were taking because it, uh, it's not the simplest thing. It, it is a little bit of kind of Linux hacking and not hacking, but a little bit less intuitive than, say, booting up a PC or a, a Mac for the first time. But I had a lot of fun. She was a little bit bored, but still, at the end of the day, she got to see a tiny little computer that, about the size of a Matchbox car. So, yeah, mm. really, really fun activity. And what can you do with Raspberry Pi 400? Okay, so uh, you would be able to easily use this as a computer just for email and browsing the web and things like that. It's it's more than powerful enough for, for those kind of tasks. And then there is just a whole kind of community of, of hacks and, and things that you can do with the Raspberry Pi because it is all based on Linux. There are really simple kind of downloads that you can get to, say, turn it into an arcade machine or to completely turn it into a, a jukebox or whatever it is, whatever you can think of. Uh, someone has come up with a, a skin and a, an operating system for that kind of use case with the Raspberry Pi. So it's a, it's a lot of fun to play with. Yeah, that sounds super fun. Now I feel like I have to pull mine back out and, and turn it into something again. We, we used it for an arcade machine for a little while, but uh, then found it was a little bit kludgy at times with joystick support, so ended up going for a Wii U instead. Anyway, that is my journey into nerddom. Uh, thank you, Tess, for, for joining us and, and ignoring uh, Twitter for at least tw 20 minutes or so. <laughs> yeah, and also I was reminded today that it's 50 days until Christmas. So I don't know if that's adding more terror into your day or making you uh, feel better. But yeah, to just get on to those stocking stuffers maybe sooner mm. rather than later and get your orders in early to avoid OzPost delays. That is That okay. is very good advice, yes. And I, I guess I'm a little terrified about Christmas, but at least it means 2020 is almost over. Yeah, that means it's 2021, though. <laughs> the great unknown. It can't be worse. All right. <laughs> Thanks again, Tess. Speak to you tomorrow. Thanks, Peter. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.